0: Shabbat Shalom everyone. In this week's parashah, I want to focus specifically on the haftarah of this week's parsha. Because this week's parsha haftarah, is a rare event. Normally it's the haftarah of Hanukkah. And this haftarah we have not read in maybe around 25 years, this haftarah. It happens very rare, maybe once every 25 years you get a haftarah for Parsha and your kids because it always will fall out that it's Hanukkah. Very rarely in the calendar does it work out. i want to focus on the special haftarah this week's haftarah it's a famous story that we all know story goes two women living together in one place maybe one woman worked for the other woman and they come with one child to Shlomo amelech to make the story very short this one says this is my child the other woman says no this is my child and Shlomo Melech says... Let me see... So you guys are both saying that this is your child... And the other woman had a child that died? And they're like, yes... He's like, okay... Let's split the child in half... And as everyone knows... The real mother... Was very... Overcome with emotion... And she said, no... Don't do that... If you're gonna split the child in half... I'd rather my child live... Give it to her... And the other woman says... The liar says... You know... Split the child She can't have it I can't have it Split the child You'll take half I'll take half Shlomo Amelech says Oh Now I see who the real mother is A real mother would never want her child to die Gives it to the real ch- mother to child And a bat call came out from Shemayim Speaking about how great Shlomo Amelech's Wisdom is One of three places In all of Tanakh The Gemara says In the Makot where a call came out and agreed to the king the time of Shemuel and the time of Shlomo and one other time. Look at the Gemara at the end of Makkod and Chavkim Alamut Bet. But the concept brought out really in this story is really a concept brought up by Rechaim Shmulevitz. If you look at the Sichot Musar and Maimra Yudbet, Rechaim Shmulevitz has a Thesis he comes up with over there it's called Adam. every person has a light to him and a darkness to him and he says if you think about it you look at the story let's go back a few parshiot and parashat Vayetze Yaakov comes and he meets Rachel finally the pasuk says yaakov, v'rachel yaakov sees Rachel for the first time at the well He's overcome with emotion. He goes and hugs her and kisses her. And then he cries. Rashi says, why did he cry? He came empty-handed. Why? Because his nephew, Eliphaz, the son of Esav, came with his father's command to kill him. And, and his father commanded him to kill Yaakov. And, but since Eliphaz came, really his grandfather was Yitzchak, so he said, he he held back. He didn't want to kill Yaakov. So Yaakov said, "You can't kill me. Ritzicha, murder." So he's like, "What do I do with my father's command to kill you?" Yaakov said, "Take all my money." And someone who's poor is considered like they're dead. Says Rechaim Shulevitz, "Look how how conflicted really Eliphaz was. On the one hand, all." I gotta, li- I-, I gotta listen. I gotta listen to my father. Kibud But what you're doing by the Kibud Avayim is Ritzichat's murder. It's using, it's using the Torah backwards. It's not understanding what you're doing. It's having your priorities all mixed up. Oh, I gotta listen to my father, but I gotta kill you also. So you know what? Let me leave you very poor, and you have nothing left. You're destitute, and you're gonna basically die anyways because you're so poor. You're ani Hashu Kamet. You're like a poor person. It's considered like a dead person anyways. And he says that's what we see really in Eliphaz they were so confused. And he says really that's a pasuk a famous pasuk at the end of Hosea. Pasuk says Mi chacham navon Who's the chacham that's going to understand? The ways of God are straight. V'tsadikim Tzadikim will go on that path. Uposhima, those that are negligent in will stumble over them. He explains the Pasuk like this. He says, that same exact path that Sadiqim will go in. For example, our case of Kiburavaim, which is so chamor Sadiqim will die over it, and it will be such an important mitzvah for them. Poshlimi Kashlubam, the rishaim through their darkness inside, the Choshech inside them. They could take that mitzvah and stumble over it and turn it into the biggest taverah possible. And that's what the Gemara says in Shabbat. You know what the Gemara says in Shabbat? You know what the Gemara says about Torah? The Gemara says about Torah. Those that believe in it, those that go on the right path, it's a potion of life. Those that turn it to the left, it's it's a potion of death. It's a poison. Torah itself can be life, the ultimate life for those that really use it properly. But it itself can also be death if you use it the wrong way. If you use it the Choshech. You don't have your priorities straight. And says Rechai and same thing in our Haftarah this week. Where was the mother coming from? Every mother we know, the natural mother instinct is, you want to take care of your kid. You want to give. You want to be the ultimate giver. And you want to give life to your kid. The Gemara says that one of the people that's considered chashu kemet, someone who's considered like dead, is someone who has no kids. Because the person's need, the mom's need, is so much to give and to give to her child. And to support them with whatever they need. So they're in so much agony. So this mother... She was in such agony... That she really wanted a child. But... And... But... On the other end... What was she willing to do? She wanted a child so badly. Understandably. But to go ahead and steal from another mother's child... And to basically cause her death? To steal a child from another mother? Just so you could give? Yeah, you want to be a giver. You want to give on and give hashba'an and, and to the kid but to cause such pain to the other mother to go at kede so far that you would be willing to kill the kid split it in half you want to give so much that so you want a kid but then you're willing to steal from the mother to cause her a death and then to kill the kid split it in half and you're okay with that that's the oren Choshek in and the adam that's us that's someone not using the Torah properly and that's the lesson that we got to take the lesson of the Haftarah that Rochamish Levitz is saying is you need to take the Or and overpower the Choshech that's really the that's really the lesson of Hanukkah we like Nerot the Nerot of Hanukkah Hanukkah the theme of Hanukkah is the little bit of light because Chanukah is the only holiday that falls out at the end of the month and it falls out in the middle of the winter when the nights are so long the Choshech is so long and that Choshech that darkness represents our darkness that every single person has darkness in them but it's specifically during that time that we take our Or we take our Menorah and we say the middle of the darkness in the middle of the long nights of the winter we're going to take and we're going to light Ma'at Minaor a little bit of the light is going to push away all the darkness. And that's the lesson of the Haftarah also. And that's the lesson we take from ebed That we need to set our priorities straight. Set our proper role models. Learn the Torah properly. And use it in the proper way. So that our light can overpower our darkness. And Bezad Hashem, Irat We will be Zochay to the ultimate light of all the tzion, the light of Mashiach, in Arabia Rabbi, Amen, Amen, Shabbat Shalom.